WCC news here on Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Uh, some interesting news uh, coming out of San Diego just yesterday. Um, wanted to get a little bit more details on it before I uh, made a post because I thought there might be a little traction and movement with some of the players from USD that were in the transfer portal and it has already impacted at least one player to stay and so the news I'm talking about is head coach Steve Lavin takes over the San Diego Torero program for Sam Scholl. Uh, USD hasn't had a spectacular season. Um, honestly, they were in the NCAA tournament once under Billy Greer. Um, they had been there long ago under Brad Holland. Um, but quite honestly, they've been kind of middle of the pack in the WCC for a while. Uh, I thought Sam Scholl did a really nice job this year. Um, but it wasn't enough to keep his job. Unfortunately, Sam's a good guy. I'm sure he's going to land on his feet, but Steve Lavin takes over. He's a name that is, uh, recognizable throughout all of college basketball. Um, he's been a head or he's been an assistant coach at a number of different places in particular Purdue and UCLA before getting his head coaching opportunity for the first time at UCLA when Jim Herrick had to step down due to some NCAA infractions. But, uh, Steve Lavin took over the job, and he recruited a tremendous amount of good players in a hurry. I'm talking about in a hurry. Um, recruit Baron Davis, Earl Watson. He had Tony Parker committed before he decided to go straight to the NBA from France. Jerron Rush in his early years. Um, and the list kept going on and on. All told, during the course of his time as a head coach at UCLA, and then subsequently at St. John's, he coached 17 NBA players. So he knows how to evaluate players and talent. He knows how to recruit talent. He knows how to coach it. He knows how to uh, develop it. And I think that's another great thing for the WCC to get a coach of his caliber. Like I mentioned, his time at UCLA, uh, spent seven years there. Um, he was released, let go after really the, the biggest struggle for a season uh, in quite some time at UCLA when they went 10 and 19. I believe it was after the 06-07 season. Um, but in his time as the head coach at UCLA, um, five Elite Eights, uh, one, uh, excuse me, five Sweet 16s, one of those uh, resulting in Elite Eight. So they were a tremendous program. They competed for Pac-10, uh, which is now the Pac-12, obviously. They've competed for Pac-10 titles nearly every year until uh, the year that he struggled they struggled and he was let go. But, um, you know, he, after that, spent some time as a college basketball analyst at ESPN, got the coaching bug back, decided to get back into it at St. John's. Um, talk about understanding and knowing uh, the media markets of two of the biggest cities in the country, L.A. and New York. Talent-rich areas uh, have to develop relationships networks quickly have to be able to sift through and sort through the guys that you truly want to target and guys that are going to fit your your program and the culture that you're trying to build and he did that extremely well at both places his time at at st john's two ncaa tournaments two nit tournaments um but he took a step back and then he was a college basketball analyst for a number of different uh outlets uh in recent years pac-12 network um, Fox Sports and a couple gigs here and there on Westwood One Radio. But I think he's going to do a tremendous job. He's already got a great network in Southern California from his time at UCLA. He's stayed plugged in and dialed in uh, with coaches. 
um, and he knows players. AAU coaches, high school coaches are going to gravitate towards wanting to send players to Steve Lavin because he's had so much success uh, at the two stops he's he's been at as a head coach. So I think he's going to do great things. Um, you know, within 24 hours of him announcing uh, and USD announcing that he was going to be the head coach of the Toreros, um, well, at least one of their guys, uh, Wayne McKinney Jr., who just finished his freshman year, a point guard actually from San Diego. He put his name in the transfer portal, was kind of looking to see what else was out there. He's already flipped, and he's back to being a USD Torero. So I think that's a great sign early uh, for him in his tenure at USD. I think um, one of the things he's got to do, Steve Lavin, that is, uh, is keep the best San Diego kids to go to USD. San Diego State is a monster in the Mountain West Conference. They've been in um, – I believe six of the last seven NCAA tournaments, if I if I remember that correctly. Uh, but they challenge for Mountain West titles year in year out, um, and I know they they recruit Southern California pretty darn well. But I think with Steve Lavin and in his character, in his name recognition, and his networking skills, um, USD is not going to be a pushover um, in, in recruiting uh, at this time anymore in, in Southern California. Obviously, you're still going to get the true blue blood type players wanting to go to a UCLA, a Arizona, possibly a USC from Southern California. But I think with the way the WCC has trended in recent years uh, and this hire, I think USD is going to become a very attractive option for a lot of players, uh, especially players that uh, value a great education like what USD will provide. But uh, I think it speaks a lot to the league and what the league is doing. Coming off a year where there was three teams in the NCAA tournament, uh, then you had a couple more that were in the postseason. You had Santa Clara and BYU each winning games in the NIT. Um, and then you also had University of Portland playing in, in one of those one-off uh, postseason events. But w when you look at the coaches that have, have become head coaches in this league over the last few years, it's pretty impressive. Uh, Mark Pope, uh, took over for Dave Rose uh, after kind of really creating a resurgent Utah Valley program. So that was a tremendous hire. Herb Sendick, what he has done at Santa Clara has been tremendous. I think um, you look first look at Kyle Smith with three straight 20-win seasons in San Francisco. He heads off to Washington State, but then Todd Golden uh, expands on that success that Kyle Smith had and got them to the NCAA tournament this past year with a legit chance to win a game. Um, they lost in overtime to Murray State um, in a 7-10 game, but they were a terrific team. He's now moved on to Florida, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what Chris Gerlifson, uh, the new head coach that's taken over in San Francisco, is going to do to keep the momentum going. Uh, I know he was, he was with Todd Golden for a couple of years, so um, they feel very excited and and. Uh, looking forward to how that hire plays out. I will have Chris uh, on the ISO podcast on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network uh, in the very near future. Um, so I'm looking forward to to connecting with him and hearing more about the the uh, San Francisco program and, and where direction they're going to be heading. But then you look at some of the other hires. I think Stan Johnson at LMU was a great hire. Um, year one was was really good. Year two, unfortunately. Uh, they had some struggles, and then Shantae Leggins has done a great job. But, you know, to bring a coach with the name recognition, uh, the resume of Steve Lavin, I think it, it shows a lot for the league. Uh, it, it's really an exciting time to be covering the West Coast Conference in, in regards to men's basketball. So stay tuned. Uh, more WCC 
news to come on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. We will be a, doing a season recap of each team in the league, um, as well as uh, more detailed breakdowns of Gonzaga and things that shake up in the portal. Um, obviously, the news of Drew Timmy going uh, declaring for the NBA draft today. We posted a story on our website earlier today. Um, it's important. It's news for sure. Uh, but the thing that people have to understand and realize, he does still have the ability to come back because he's working with an agent who's guiding him through the process that is NCAA certified, uh, which allows you to come back to college. He's basically helping him navigate uh, his evaluations and, and where he may fall. So, um, Yes, he's declared for the NBA draft. I wish him nothing but the best of luck. Um, but there is a small glimmer of hope for Gonzaga fans that really want to see Drew Timmy back. But um, appreciate you listening to Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Take care, and we'll catch you again soon.